0: What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Spice After Dark. It's your favorite or maybe least favorite co-host, since there is only two of us. Um, I'm Brendan Merkel here uh, with my selfie-taking, whitewashed jeans-wearing co-host, Jacob Benson. Um, Tonight, we got a lot to catch up on. Going to start off with some quick owns and dubs. um, That it is a heavy dosage of football time. Tonight, we're starting the AFC off hot with the East. Then we're going to be doing a little bit of fantasy action, Uh, a little surprise there. But the boys uh, have some drafts coming up soon. We're going to look at our go to guys and who we're staying away from come the fantasy drafts. Uh, Then we're going to close with the worst but best fantasy last place punishments. So you're not going to want to miss it. Stick around, it's sad time. What's up, everyone? It's me, Brennan, here with Jacob. Uh, during the intro, he was uh, giving me a little bit of a show, trying to make me uh, laugh, which I think I, I did a fairly, fairly good job with keeping my composure. But, Jacob, how are you doing? What are, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Uh, I'm good. And, you know, when I'm not busy uh, flashing my boobs on camera to run in while we're recording our show, I'm actually drinking some. Um, I'm not going to do the name brand because my dad's company actually owns oh. this, but it is a cocktail and a can. Wow, sponsor? Uh, also, I'm a sponsor. <laughs> maybe maybe,
0: maybe sometimes.
1: I, I ain't got those. It's the family business when I get <laughs> the rights yet. All right. No, but uh, no, everything's good though, dude. I actually have had a pretty stressful week at work considering that I had yesterday off. So today was like my Monday. Nice. Uh, so we're off to a great start already. But um, got my fantasy football draft tomorrow and I cannot be more excited about that. I'm actually, I've actually been out of the fantasy game for a little bit. And so, and now that I officially don't work for an athletic department anymore, I'm putting some money down.
0: You couldn't do that for fantasy, like for like professional football? Huh. No, sir. That's interesting, but yeah, no. I mean,
1: mighty unethical. We
0: are we're doing it uh, like a day early, kind of than what we usually do, which has worked out to like us doing like a sh- releasing two shows pretty much within two days because uh, we had we just were a little bit later on last week's upload, but um, we're just now it's an extra special week, you know, two episodes.
1: We've had maybe two consistent weeks of production since we rebranded the show. Other than that, it is just diabolical spread. Well, it's way
0: harder to like plan when it's over Zoom and we're back to not having like just a schedule like we did at school. So it's I think we've done fairly well for just being two jackasses drinking and finding a time to talk to each other like once a week on a week yeah on a week in a night week often. night yeah i mean i think we could <laughs> definitely It probably would be easier sometimes to just do it like in the mid-afternoon of like a saturday or sunday but that's like when everything's happening so it would be kind of pointless um we would be talking in like the peak time of sports so we'd be missing a lot of stuff i think so mm-hmm. no i think i think we've been doing we we need to you know give ourselves some credit here where credits do i think we've been doing good
1: speaking Speaking of things happening, Brennan, let's go ahead and get into our owns and doves of the week. I know you're excited about a couple that you got there.
0: Speaking of uh, atoms that, cont- that make up everything in the world, let's move on to our next segment.
1: <laughs> well, technically, our owns and doves are the most important things that have happened, at least in our own opinion, because that's a completely mm-hmm. subjective statement. Um, so in, in theory, I was right. I you sound were so I smart. Ju- the way I worded all of I that. I liked
0: it. It was a good transition.
1: It was eloquent.
0: You. Uh, I, used- I, I, I
1: know you want to go first. Go first.
0: I, I will definitely go first. So um, I'm going to start off with a dub. I got a lot of dubs today, actually. Yeah. Which, which is a good thing. It means it was a good week. But um, starting off with a, a football dub. So during last night's preseason game, um, the the Saints against the uh, Jaguars, Jameis Winston. Was lighting it up out there, yeah. And we were just talking about this uh, Saints team. Was it last week or two weeks ago when we were talking about the um, NFC South? So he was looking good. He had like two just pearls into the end zone. Um, looks like his his eye surgery must have been a success. So I mean, Taysom Hill. I think Taysom's out at quarterback. Jameis in, uh, and and if they seriously, I mean. I look at this as in which quarterback can is more fun to watch, and it's definitely Jameis Winston. Is he the quarterback that's probably the best one to win? Maybe not, but uh, I don't know. I think I can't imagine like being the Saints and seeing Winston like chuck up bombs like this for touchdowns, and then go out there and and start Taysom Hill, who's just like. He's Drew Brees, but he can run. You know what I mean. So he's not going to throw a lot, but I don't know. I, I it was just awesome to see Jameis Winston. It's a guy we've been openly cheering for for a while because he's just he's a, like a national treasure when it comes to the football, National Football League. So
1: well, and if he could just pretend that the the football is just a basket of crab legs from Publix every single week, dude, he would have been starting and probably winning MVP almost every <laughs> season.
0: Publix that's 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 fair I mean the only thing that we said about the Saints was like their ineptness at QB and I don't know as of right now Jameis looks like he could provide a little bit of uh, a spark there for their offense you never know
1: maybe maybe all right well let me get into one of my dubs then I watched the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer for the first time this morning
0: Mm, that was on my list too
1: It was gorgeous, Brennan. Oh, my God. I was, like, nerding out so hard, especially when you hear Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin laughing when he throws the bomb on the street. You're just like, you're like, literally, dude, that trailer got creamier than a Cold Stone Creamery, like, throughout the entire thing. It was so good. And then you see Alfred Molina, and then... I saw a dub earlier today already on TikTok where when he says "Hey Peter," it was like the guy that plays Joe Swanson from Family Guy saying "Hey Peter," (laughs) like dub. So funny. The memes, the memes
0: are awesome so far um, on Twitter. I just saw a funny one uh, not too long ago too, and I think they're just going to keep coming. But
1: dude, this movie's going to be so
0: good. It's it's going to be awesome. And the best part is like
1: they didn't really,
0: they didn't even like show. Um, Andrew Garfield or um Toby Maguire at all. I don't so, think they're going to be in it. You don't think so?
1: Mm-mm.
0: No way, dude. There's I really no don't way. don't think they're going to be That would be a that would be a shame. Cuz that's that's what everybody's excited for.
1: And I'm lowering my expectations cuz Marvel I know we haven't talked Marvel on the show in a while, but um. Dude, yeah. No. I just every time I like keep my expectations super high. I always just end up very disappointed. And I'm just trying to not hate myself as much anymore. To where I can watch, I can just watch something simply to enjoy it. I don't have to hype it up for myself and like get myself out of. Because first of all, if I'm really not excited for something, but I'm only gonna watch it because everyone else is talking about it, like what is gonna get me from getting my ass up out of bed to like go and see this movie?
0: Wow, dude, that was pretty deep for this movie I think oh, I'm Kobe's my expectations are high yeah. my expectations are high I don't think you could like include you know like the Jamie Foxx um villain from Andrew I Garfield's think movies he is yeah he's yeah. going to be they showed like the electric I forget his name is it like uh
1: like, electro
0: Electro, that's yeah, it. Okay, yeah. well, Sandman's that in there too. Sand that would have been my first guess, but I feel like they they can't bring back all of these other villains from those movies without their the respective Spider Mans. I just think that would be a waste of a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, they would be totally fumbling the bag if they didn't do that. I could, but see it. anyways. So the dub that I had, if because I figured one of us was going to say the Spider Verse movie. The other dub that I had was that it was the Milk Crate Challenge. <laughs> so uh, actually, I'll say I had that a tie with uh, it, one other thing. But the Milk Crate Challenge has just been hilarious. Another thing that has been just completely taken over on Twitter. Um, it's kind of sus if you think about it. But I saw people – I saw like the uh, a grocery store selling milk crates for like a dollar, which is just – i've never seen milk crates sold before so um pretty messed up it's it's i think gone a little too far um a lot of people i think are getting hurt by it but
1: i agree and i will say i think god has officially left the chat
0: god has just left the earth left us to just burn ourselves to the ground but uh
1: to scrounge for scraps. yeah scowling around for scraps that's what I meant. yeah
0: like rats um but the other the other quick one that i had next to that was that jr smith has been officially declared eligible by the ncaa and has joined the ncaa and t golf team um so he is going to be playing d1 golf
1: i forgot he's like going back to school um imagine
0: jr smith as your teammate like that—that's hilarious. <laughs> he belongs back in college, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It, it's actually incredibly impressive to go D one at just like a leisure sport after playing a whole career in the NBA. Like that's actually insane. Good for him.
1: I'm laughing my ass off. I'm sorry. Okay, then I got one that's—I um, can't really tell if it is an own or dub. I'll just say it's a mix. It's a hybrid. We'll call it a, a dub or a wub. So. <laughs> nebraska football starts back up this saturday yes yeah yep yep, take that in go ahead take a couple breaths so yeah Brendan, i'm not excited (laughs) i know i I love college football so much and i'm pumped that that's coming back this weekend so that's kind of more the like the own part of it uh or the dub part but dude just oh my god like Nebraska. yeah we're we're playing
0: illinois right yeah i was i almost uh I debated going down to Champagne, but I
1: was gonna say you're. It's it's not in Lincoln, so you would be close.
0: Yeah, it's it's about like an hour and a half from me, so it's not too it's bad. But closer than one you know. Not bad. Is it is it worth it to go all the way down there to watch us probably
1: just no, lose? Literally, just wear your like just wear Illinois gear. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> just wear
0: Illinois gear. <laughs> yeah, be an so,
1: undercover I- fan.
0: I am excited, though, for college football this weekend. Like, that's awesome. It feels – it's a long time coming.
1: You know what you could do, though? You could do, like, what Rob Lowe did at the um, NFC Championship game (laughs) a couple years ago instead of the NFL hat, just wear, like, an NCAA hat, even though you probably (laughs) get murdered for it. I was going to
0: say, the NCAA is, like, on the hot seat all the time. So So is
1: the NFL, but still. Well,
0: that was another thing uh, I read today was that the – uh, big 10 and the Pac-12 and sh- I shouldn't know what the third one was, but they are all in talks of forming an alliance. Like the Big um, 12 in the maybe too? I don't think it wasn't the Big 12. I think it was ACC? another. Uh, ACC. It was ACC. Okay. I was going to yes. say
1: SEC would never have anything no, to do with that. No, no. I don't is also a really proud conference for some reason.
0: Yeah, no. And it's because like the, you know, they're the Big 10 might be losing a few teams potentially to go to the sec. So they're just trying to make up for it to kind of create their own super conference. So the
1: big 10 will be losing teams.
0: I mean, I've heard some what? rumors here and there that Ohio state or Michigan might be looking at sec bids.
1: There is no way in hell that the sec would allow any of those teams to join them.
0: I don't know, man. You, I mean, no,
1: cause first of all, geographically, that also makes no sense.
0: I mean, geographic, geographically, the big 10 doesn't really make sense.
1: Because it's not a regional conference,
0: that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's but, a
1: number with the word "big" in front of it.
0: Yeah, that's true. But it's still like it—it it doesn't really matter, you know what I mean? And yeah. these guys are just going to do whatever they can to create as yeah as much revenue. So I mean, if that includes making Ohio State play Alabama once every year, you know, you know how much money they would make from that shit? So much money. So we'd
1: get tired of it, though, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, we probably would, but because
1: we know who would win every single year.
0: Maybe I mean you, it would depend. I think that it, it's a good game. Ohio State almost beat Alabama, not last year actually, but you know it's. It was just something I read, and I was like, ugh,
1: they did beat Alabama like six years ago. Wow,
0: well, yeah. Nebraska loses to Ohio State every single year by 50 points.
1: That's also correct. You know what? Yeah, I'm I'm actually for this now. I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs>
0: just get rid of Ohio State.
1: Yeah, just get rid of Nebraska at this point. It would mm-hmm. be so much easier to be a fan of them if they just didn't have a football team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, JK, I don't mean a word of that because I know if anybody from my old job was listening, I would be in big trouble.
0: <laughs> um. So w- my last one that I have is an own and it i'm not sure what the better scientific feat is this week the fda approving the pfizer vaccine Mm -hmm. or michigan researchers finding out that eating one hot dog takes 35 minutes off of your life
1: see you mom Um,
0: see joey chestnut has uh he was never born if that was the case um, yeah, he's, he's, he's
1: negative minutes right now.
0: Yeah. But no, I mean, if you're asking me, it just reminds me that I'm like, I was really craving a hot dog. Yeah. It's like a Chicago hot dog. So I'll probably go get one within like the next week or so. Dude, um, you know, oh, actually Joey, I'll get, I'll get two probably
1: if, if Joey Chestnut smokes one cigarette, you know, his life is just over.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, I, could, that is so disgusting. That, I, it doesn't surprise me that doing that should take like, a lot of time off your life, but just one hot dog, it's kind of 35 minutes. I'm trying to think like how many, how much do you think that would take off of your life right now?
1: Of all the hot dogs I've eaten, yes, I've eaten probably ten in my life. I hate hot dogs. So, oh really? Probably, oh yeah, I can't stand them. They're disgusting. Sprots, oh, wow. sprots is a different story. It's a different type of meat.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's included. I it's don't. Different. I don't think that's included. But
1: hot dogs, I yeah, I, I, I won't do it.
0: That's true. I don't eat too many hot dogs. I've I've had a rail dog before. Hey, you know oh, those?
1: Oh, that sounds so gross. that that's like that's like
0: that's like ten times what a normal hot dog takes off your life. Um, you never seen those? They would sell those at the the brass rail in Lincoln.
1: I, uh, no, I went, not sell
0: them. It was for free. You could literally have one for free.
1: Probably cuz they're from the floor. They they probably I can't
0: I can't believe I ever ate one, honestly.
1: Yeah, seriously. If you ate a rail dog from the brass rail in Lincoln, there's no chance you should ever be questioning about what's in the COVID vaccine.
0: I <laughs> think dude, that is that's a good tweet. That's seriously. a good tweet.
1: Oh, well, I've of only off. been to the rail once, so I can't I can't even there's no words to my truth, but you can go ahead and say it. You're a man of the yeah. people. You are the Christ That's... of 2021 Twitter.
0: I might fire it off right now. We'll see Seriously. if uh, by the end okay. of the show, and if maybe, I Maybe light.
1: after the show so I can keep your full attention. No, nah, I'm All just right. kidding. Let's go ahead and move on uh, to my last own. Sadly, <laughs> the Delta variant is officially retaking Nebraska, and now we're oh. back in mask mandates. Mm. Big sads, which I guess Chicago, I can't...
0: Chicago's in one two.
1: Yeah, I guess I can't complain too much considering that I've been masked back up at work for like the last, I want to say, month. So I'm not really like in tears about it, but still it's annoying just because right when you think you're over the hill, you're just like, I'm going to go back home and never leave.
0: Hey man, there's just one simple solution.
1: Killing ourselves?
0: Two simple solutions. (laughs) 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 Just get the damn shit in your arm
1: yeah if, but it's like right. i said if you uh, if you eat hot dogs in lincoln bars you're set for life if anything yeah. like uh, that vaccine whatever's in it even if it takes more minutes off just be happy that that's going to be the case because if you're eating hot dogs in lincoln bars you probably don't live that happy of a life <laughs> you
0: don't this. deserve to live anyway. <laughs> yeah seriously
1: <laughs> <laughs> and tell all that to the people of, like, Western Iowa, too. Just be like, yeah. yeah it's,
0: well, knew, no one in Iowa deserves to
1: live, no. so. You know what? Let's just – all the hot dog supply in the country, just dump it in Iowa. Yeah, there we go. Life supply hot dogs. You know they'd take it. All right, let's move on to some football. <laughs> Y'all, let's do it. we are officially on to the AFC. I know we talked about this last week. Uh, so, we're actually going to be doing kind of the same – order as far as just divisions go so we'll start off with the east next week we will be doing the um south and west and then we'll finish off with the north and when we finish off with the north i think we timed it perfectly to where um our last week of talking about the nfl at least for predictions it's going to be week one yep like the day that our show drops that day is first night
0: yeah, no, you're right. We'll be recording it the Wednesday before that Thursday night game. So,
1: first of all, Brennan and I I can't
0: sure. wait. We're going to probably have to throw out some some game lines in that one. Oh, Do absolutely. Do a little bets or something.
1: Absolutely. But, Brennan, I, I can't help but feel like we are just accidental geniuses for making all of that happen.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, it's a very good point. You know, I think we kind of – I was trying to plan it a little bit, but I didn't think it would work out, you know, that well. You know what I mean?
1: Seriously. All right. Without further ado, though. I know a little team up in Buffalo that is asking for our analysis and prediction because they can't live without it. Buffalo bills, everybody. And Josh Allen is a really good quarterback. And I think the Bills will be good again this year. (laughs) I can see (laughs) honestly, if the chiefs for some reason have some sort of a deviant season, AFC championships are 100% going to be Cleveland and Buffalo without Mm -hmm. a doubt. I I would agree. Buffalo is easily going to dominate the AFC East this year. You know, Josh Allen, this is his third year in the NFL, fourth. Fourth. No, he got drafted our freshman year. Yeah, this is his fourth. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, um, you know, fourth in year in the NFL, this guy's got some experience. He's had two really good seasons where he's like, okay, I know what's going on now. And, you know, offensive weaponry-wise, he's looking good too. I just – I'm very confident about how – even though, you know, they've had some COVID issues, at least in the, in the preseason – I, I, I really, <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that the Bills are gonna have a good year. And yeah, honestly, I'm, another little note that I actually saw today: I think Roger Goodell yeah. wants to get Buffalo a new stadium, in Buffalo.
0: Dude, they deserve it. Mm-hmm. That that would be it. that would be awesome because I mean, you then you actually have not a shit stadium for all the those tailgates in Buffalo.
1: Well, you know the Buffalo fans. God bless their hearts, but they're just gonna destroy that thing within a week.
0: Yeah, they it's don't care look- what. Their stadium like, looks for
1: all like. we know, their current stadium is like actually two years old. They should just and- play on
0: a giant like white uh like foldable table. The football game should just be played on top of a huge like industrial sized
1: folding table one hundred yard long yes pong table honestly that exactly. that, should, that sounds like a middle school science experiment
0: it does yeah. um but I'm glad you brought up Josh Allen because I think it we like. It's not talked about enough, like, how actually bad he was his rookie Mm -hmm. year. Well, not even saying
1: bad. He just had a a rough start.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, they didn't have a great team at all then. Like, they they didn't have Stephon Diggs. Like, they didn't have a lot of guys. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he was thrown to no one. But still, he was, like, the most improved, like, quarterback of all time between, like, his rookie year to like his third year, like last year, it was like crazy because of how bad his start was. But, you know, the main question is like, can the bills just repeat exactly what happened last year? Because last year they were really good. They were 13 and three. Yeah. Um, this year, the, the line has opened up at 10 and a half wins. So that's, I think I would, I would smash that over, but um You know, last year, their defense was all right. You know, when you have a quarterback that – and an offense that just runs through the quarterback like they did with Josh Allen, where they can just put up 40 points every single game, like they literally did that. Um, So I don't think, like, defense is, like, the biggest issue here. So literally, if they just do what they – if they mirror what they did last year, this year – then I think it's going to be a six, another successful season. Dude, I, but I, I mean, hopefully, that they, they're able, you know, Josh Allen gets another year of experience, like you said, under his belt. So he yeah. knows what to expect in the playoffs. Um, I'm worried about
1: just the Bills' success because, um, like, they're a threat to me. They really are. That's like, I, I don't say this about a lot of teams besides maybe Tampa Bay right now. But yeah, like, Buffalo worries me.
0: Yeah, no, they're a As far a as an AFC
1: contender, they are, they are a powerhouse. They are, they, you can't even call them a dark horse team anymore. in, I, I lose sleep at night thinking about another AFC championship between Kansas City and Buffalo.
0: Yeah, I mean, you uh, went from the Patriots, and now you get uh, this beast of a team, Buffalo, that's starting to come out um, on top of the AFC East. I do think that their biggest offseason move, though, was signing Mitchell Trubisky at
1: back. Yeah, I was going to say Mitch, Mitchell Wholesome Trubisky. I actually saw an article today. He's he's where he's wanted.
0: Yeah i uh, I had the the privilege to go to the Bears preseason game on Saturday, and they actually played um, the Bills, and we got to see Mitch Trubisky start that game, and boy did he light us up. I mean, I'm I'm happy for Mitch, but. It's it's stung to see the guy that, you know, I know isn't good. Just tear apart our first string defense for the most part. Um, so that was tough. He looked good. I think it just shows that, you know, uh, a like a coach that can actually like play to his quarterback strengths is just like exactly what Mitch needed, because I mean, he was, you know, hated from the second he got to Chicago, and they didn't really build around his strengths here. So it was. I was happy that I honestly, you know, what preseason doesn't matter. I'm, I'm glad he lit us up, and I glad I'm glad Matt Nagy could just sit there and watch as the quarterback that he hated for years just light us up
1: for four years. As a matter of fact,
0: yeah, exactly. Mitch so.
1: Trubisky had a college career with Chicago.
0: It was his uh it was his best perf- it was his biggest highlight of his entire career I think was his preseason game against Chicago. <laughs> no, he, I that's that's mean, but um no, I mean I think it's a perfect spot for him. You know, he's getting to sit behind one of the the league's best in Josh Allen, so Right. He's 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 a good backup quarterback. I mean, he's he's one of those guys in the the entire league. Like there's few backup quarterbacks, I think that have started more games than Mitch Trubisky has in the last like four years. So absolutely solid
1: depth. Now, Brennan, what is your prediction for Buffalo this season?
0: Hmm. So I do think that they're going to go over 10 and a half wins. Um,
1: I do believe that as well. I think we're looking at a 13 and four this year,
0: 13 and four. Yes, sir. I could, I could definitely see them winning 13 games again. Um, but that is also a lot, so I'm gonna I'll give them twelve. I'll go twelve and five. Okay. Um, I'll write that down. But you know, I think uh, if if they stay healthy for the most part, uh, and I know that they've already had, like you said, issues with COVID. I saw I read somewhere that right now there's a bunch of Bills wide receivers that have been placed on like the five day COVID leave for close contact. And I just know it was probably started by Cole Beasley. Um, that little rat, little rat bastard. Um,
1: you know, Chicago is a much more populated city than the city of Buffalo. So it's possible Mitch brought it with him.
0: That's fair. He was probably out partying with all the Chicago fans. Actually, that's not true. I would be scared if to party with Chicago fans, if I was Mitch Trubisky, but yeah, I mean, this team's going to be good again. Um, I'll give them 12, but I could see them also winning 13 games again.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think it's going to be at least 13 games, Brennan. They're going to be this, like, at least starting out, I 100% believe they're either, like, second or third best protected AFC team this year.
0: Well, the thing is, like, their division, you know, we're obviously going to get to our predictions of the other teams, but, mm-hmm. like, they should easily just
1: Oh, they'll swap sweep
0: sweep all the teams honestly yeah. so that right there is just 6 gimmies, i think um but i mean yeah they're one of those teams that can just play up to the best of them so yeah. i i will i agree with you i think they could definitely win 13 games okay
1: well let's get to the dolphins then the old city of miami and to a tag of blah blah second year in the nfl um so didn't have a great year last year but offensive line dolphins do have some room for improvement too but here's the thing also i know i say that a lot brennan but these two are going to be more confident and it's going to be more aggressive this year after getting his first taste in the nfl in 2020
0: yeah and that's the main concern definitely
1: well um, and, for and the dolphins it's also important to look at you know he had that hip injury coming into the NFL last year. And it's, it's probably going to be hard for anybody to start in a season. That's just right in a pandemic as well, too. So there's a lot of factors that could go into this. I'm not saying it's all external factors that caused him to struggle last year, but Mm -hmm. it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting to say the least as to what he can, what he can do this year.
0: Yeah. I think he, I think he's healthy. He's looked great so far in camp and preseason. Um, And I'm I'm a big Tua believer. I think the dude's got an incredible arm. um, And they just added a bunch of pieces around him. They signed Will Fuller, who's, like, one of the biggest deep threats in the league, if not the best. So, I mean, Tua's a guy that can hit that dude for an 80-yard touchdown, like, no problem. They also drafted Jalen Waddell, who's another beast wide receiver. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think they've added all the right pieces for, like, a – so so Tua avoids, like, the sophomore slump. Do I think he's going to be, like, a, you know, Kyler Murray second year? No, because I don't know. I just – I don't the know. The Cardinals are just
1: a different team. Kyler Murray's yeah, a different I, player. Just, yeah, and I, think, the, I think that
0: – albeit, like, the offense for Miami now, it looks a lot better. But, like, um, last year, just the Cardinals offense was just so much better than the Dolphins, obviously. So – Um, But, I mean, Tua could definitely be one of those breakout guys um, this year and could take that next step to where he's considered not, like, a lower-tier quarterback, Which because I I really don't think he deserves to be in the conversation. I think he deserves to be in, like, a a top-13 quarterback conversation. I really do think he does because I I think he's – like, people can talk – all they want about Mac Jones and I know people said coming out of college like his teammates were like oh yeah like Mac Jones was better than Tua which first of all is just a bullshit thing to say um, I, I, I definitely think Tua is just much better than Mac Jones and I will bet money that Tua just has a better career.
1: Yeah well you have a weird hatred for Mac Jones but we'll get into that after this <laughs> in the next team that we do but um, have you ever wondered why Tua's nickname with like ESPN analysts isn't Tua Lipa. I know we said that on our show back in like December, but like I've just been thinking about it. Dua Lipa is such a big star. Tua Tua, rhymes, I think it's perfect. I have no idea why like get me in the get me in the commentator booth, dude. I'll literally be like, oh we got Tua Lipa down in Miami and just I don't think people
0: would uh, appreciate that.
1: Why not? <laughs> I i
0: love it. I personally love it cuz I love Dua Lipa. You're, you're my
1: target audience and so uh, is honestly. True. there are so many people in the NFL that just adore Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Both. Well, cuz I'm pretty sure also that at this point probably 45% of uh, the NFL's fans are college kids that like follow the Friday of years Instagram account. So also have an obsession with Dua But for some reason. So yeah. I think it would, I think it would work well. Oh yeah. So let me get into prediction wise. Mm-hmm. So
0: they were 10 and six last year, which I totally forgot. That's pretty good. That's Double actually, digit wins.
1: Seriously. I, I did not think they won 10 games last year. That's well, remember
0: crazy. like, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick would come in a lot when that's Tua right. was not doing great, yeah. and they Ryan had a couple comeback. I know had a couple comeback wins with Fitzpatrick as yeah. a quarterback. So um, this year they're they're sitting at a projected total of nine wins, so one win less. Um, I think that's a very fair. If you had asked me, like how many wins that I would have guessed. The dolphins would get, I would probably say like they would go nine and eight,
1: yeah,
0: um, I think they're a, a good enough team to just hover above five hundred, but you know eight, eight or nine, I think is a, a perfect a perfect range for them.
1: I think they'll go ten and seven, and here's why I say that because that's one more game for them to lose, so they'd keep that's pretty fair. much the same thing as last year, but like they're not going to win that extra game they 'll lose it. Now, because, you know, Tua is going into his sophomore year in the NFL. It feels so weird to say. He's getting <laughs> offensive weapons at a good receiving core. I just – I think the team's going to be improved by ever so slightly. But it's obviously – it's going to be a long road. So I'm going to go – my final prediction, 10-7 for Miami.
0: I like that. I do, I do like Brian Flores, their head coach, um, his second year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's he's fantastic, and after watching the Bears play the Dolphins in the pr- first preseason game, um, you know even their their second string defenders were like they were balling out there. So I, I think their defense looks really good. Um, we'll obviously see a much better you know um, we'll we'll get a more better sense once the actual regular season starts. Obviously, but you know so far their defense has looked really solid. In, in the preseason so mm-hmm. I think if tua can just you know keep the the mistakes down and be like a game manager which to me he's better than that so I would agree I, I think ten and seven is is very fair um, thank you i'll I'll, t- I'll take the over on the nine because it's just me having like forgotten that this team like I don't remember them going ten and six like that's crazy to me they traded Minka Fitzpatrick and then got worse, but they obviously didn't. So I think that, you know why though this it's because this team was so bad for so long that they've just been accumulating draft picks, drafting young players and they've been hitting on them. So now you're starting to see all those players come together and their team is just much better now. So I'm excited. I love Miami. I think their deep or their uh jerseys are sweet. So they're always kind of a team that I'll, I'll root for if they're, on the better side of things. So.
1: See, I, I won't say that, uh, but let's go ahead and move on to the page. You
0: just here. won't root for any AFC team because you're It's just, very hard to. Yeah, you're, you're nuts for that, man. It also
1: depends – You're a hater. How, it depends how my boys are doing. Well, okay, you're a hater, and here's why, because we're about to talk no, about not. Mac Jones, and you have just, like, a hard-on for how much you dislike the man. I have a hard-on for him. For how much you dislike him.
0: I do not know that was a thing, but I mean, I'll, I'll tell you why. And it's just because I, you know, I do. I think he was the fifth best quarterback. Yeah, sure. Do I think he deserved to be like a mid tier first round pick? No, I don't think he's that good at all. Um, I mean, think like Lamar Jackson was the 32nd pick overall in the first uh, round a few years back. So and he's sweet. Mac Jones is nowhere near as sweet of a pick as Lamar Jackson. Obviously Lamar Jackson is you know, he's maybe Mac Jones has a better arm than him, but when you add in all the other better factors. Playmaker. Yeah, Lamar's a better playmaker. But I don't know. I still think though so this is what I think. So the Patriots were seven and nine last year, and that feels way it feels like that was like not the case like I thought they were way worse than that honestly because it seemed like they were losing every week but I guess they were seven to nine um, but Cam Newton last year was like atrocious he played horribly it looked like he was just uncomfortable out there like his shoulder was really bothering him mm-hmm. um, and in the preseason he looked really good um last week but then today or in the last day or two it just came out that they are going to now be without cam for this week because he was also like in close contact, I think with somebody for COVID. So I I think, I think cam has been, you know, unvaccinated guy. So I I, I don't think he's spoken out much about it, but to me, that is a big blow. I think at this point in the off in the like, offseason i guess because the regular season's about to start and i think it's so neck and neck between mac jones and cam that i do think that mac jones might get the slighter edge and i think he could potentially start week 1 and that's not me that's uh, you can't call me a hater for saying that because very cam unbiased newton, cam newton is like he's been a beast he won mvp you know he's he's a beast of a quarterback mm-hmm. but I do think that Mac Jones has he's looked pretty pretty all right in the in the preseason so far. So uh, I don't know. I I think that that this is a team that will be heavily carried by their defense. Um they got Matt Patricia back. <laughs> it had to have been the piece they were missing. But um you know, I think I think they made some upgrades too on their offense. So I don't know. It's this one like this is a team I keep forgetting that it has a quarterback competition and it is open. Like they, have like Bill Belichick has said, like it, they haven't committed to a week one starter. So we'll see how, how, what do you think?
1: I, was I know you love this team. No, I, I really don't. Uh, <laughs> all I was really going to say is depending their season is going to depend on how long Cam Newton actually plays. Odds are he's going to get the starting spot week one. How long does he hold that, though? You know, if, yeah. if he – that preseason game that he played last week, if he can carry anything from that offseason into this season, he might be able just to survive another year without getting benched or traded entirely. But the question is not if. It's when Mac Jones takes the mantle. Yeah. So, depending on how that's going to go. I mean, I personally haven't seen Mac Jones play yet in the NFL, so I don't know really how his – you know, dynamics going to be with the team. I know you said defense is probably going to be carrying this team for most of the season. Really hard to disagree with that statement. Mm-hmm. You know, Belichick's a good coach, like, but still, but th- just the blow that Tom Brady dealt to the team by leaving. I first of all, I thought that was going to be a blessing in disguise. First, I, I was wrong. To <laughs> but honestly, that fu that he did to that team has just it's cursed them, in my opinion. So honestly. It's the Tom really, Brady curse. Yeah, it's it's all a matter if or when Mac Jones is finally going to be the starting spot. So, do you think there, there uh, should be an over under on how many weeks Cam Newton's actually going to play in the NFL this year?
0: Yeah, well, I would give it uh, maybe three, four. <laughs> I would give it less than that. I'll give it two.
1: Yeah. So because he's other. either going to injure himself or he's going to throw enough interceptions to where he's literally going to be just like chased out of Boston.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I we I mean we saw it last year he he was pretty he wasn't good like he couldn't he wasn't commanding in the offense he couldn't drive them down the field so i do think that mac jones offers a little bit better like a little more balance to the offense like he can he can sling it down the field he's got a pretty good arm versatility Um, yeah so um so do you think that this team though like they're better with a rookie quarterback over cam newton
1: uh, never thought in my point, or never thought in my life, I would ever say that. But I think so. Yeah, but I mean, are agree. they going to be better than they were last year? Maybe I don't think. I, mean, I, I do. I oh, do right.
0: think that they'll be better than they were last year, and that's only because last year I thought they were so bad, mm-hmm. and they went seven and nine. Like
1: yeah, that was so their that, first shit record since probably twenty two years ago.
0: Yeah, and it really wasn't even that shit. You know what I mean? Like it was. Yeah got him like a a mid-round pick in the draft. So this year they're set at the same amount of wins as the um, Dolphins were at nine. And I think I'll – that's another – like I literally see them getting exactly nine wins. Like I see them going nine and eight.
1: I actually concur.
0: I don't think that they're going to finish under 500 again this year. And if they do –
1: It won't be by much. It's going to be like eight and nine or something, something like that.
0: Bill Belichick will like burst into flames if they
1: do. (laughs) I think so too. I think he actually might just say, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't fun.
0: This isn't fun. I'm just walks home.
1: Yeah. He just walks home. Uh, (laughs) He leaves behind his sleeveless sweatshirt
0: he hangs it up throws it over the the power lines like marshawn lynch
1: oh my god yeah but i i I completely agree with you i think nine and eight is probably going to be their best bet this year i mean it it could be different like these are all predictions but boy do we have fun making them oh yeah all right brennan (laughs) let's get to the the freaking jets uh, new york that's also part of new jersey and they're still called new york um did they have the
0: worst record in the league last year were they two and no, 14? Is that the worst? Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville went yeah, one and 15?
1: And, yeah, one and 15.
0: That's right. Good for Wait, them.
1: Wait, no. Hold up. I thought Jacksonville had two wins. And then Jets maybe a three?
0: No, Jets went two and 14. I can't remember what the Jags went. I'm going to look um, into it while you talk. Yeah, so this is another rookie quarterback. Um, and actually, out of all of the rookie quarterbacks, it is the only one that's like officially gotten the starting spot already. Jacob, you're nodding your head.
1: Yeah, Jags. Jags were one and fifteen last year. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um. So Zach Wilson has been actually the only quarterback that's gotten the starting nod so far. I know. You know, Trevor Lawrence is going to start, but Urban Meyer's just been a prick about like committing to the um to the quarterback position and has called it an open competition the whole oh. camp between him and Gardner Minshew, which is that's so stupid. so so stupid. But whatever. We'll get
1: to that next week.
0: Yeah, so, um, and actually, you know, I think we need to apologize to Zach Wilson. I do, because I think I was shitting on him hard. You were
1: really mean to him. I was defending I was. Him and his religion.
0: Um, it, I wasn't being mean because of his religion. But yes, you were. Was I?
1: Don't you lie to me. You were. Maybe very I was.
0: Mean. Uh, he's got a hot mom, but, okay. um, <laughs> you know, he's he started the offseason getting shit on by everyone, including yeah. myself, but so far... He's been lighting it up in the preseason. He actually, I saw somewhere, has the highest QB rating out of all quarterbacks in the preseason, all of them. So that's pretty crazy. Um, Good for him. But he's actually, he made a throw from this weekend's preseason game, like running and like on the run, like 40 yards down the field, perfect pass. And I was just like, okay, wow. Like this guy can actually ball. So, yeah, so he he's proven that, you know, in the in the preseason that he he can ball and I think that so far, you know, he's had a better preseason than I I would say every single other rookie quarterback. Um he's been the most consistent. You know, it hasn't been flashy like some of the plays like Trey Lance or Justin Fields have made, but I I think it's been the best sign for the Jets, so far has been how well it's he's looked out there running the offense and i I, i'm happy for him honestly because you know i i do think that he was getting a lot of hate for going number two overall and i'm i'm sure that it feels good to just already be like People kind of backing up and like, okay, maybe we were a little, little too harsh on on the criticism surrounding him. But I also think that the biggest off season move was just getting rid of Adam Gase. Because wait, was he the? I just keep thinking that he was their coach last year. But was he? He was. Yeah. Okay. For, that's what for I. For most of
1: the season, they fired. Did they get him probably, rid of him like mid season? Yeah, they fired him. Um, I can't remember if it was mid season, like right before the playoffs started.
0: Well, they weren't even close to playoffs, so.
1: Well. Towards the end of the regular season,
0: gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I, I think that the Jets. So right now, should we go into some predictions? Come you want to uh, do some predictions?
1: Yes, I'm sorry. The random music just started playing on my computer. I felt like it was literally a seed from My Carly for a second. So, have you noticed that the Jets have just been kind of injury plagued in this off season? They've already lost quite a few players just in the preseason alone. Really? Yeah, a lot of a lot of leg injuries. Uh, they you know, defensive ends got the season-ending Achilles injury. Like
0: I saw that.
1: They are. This team is just. I think God just hates this team, Brennan. I don't he think that they They who, are who, not, was,
0: who did they lose to the season? Was it? Um, it wasn't Quinn and Williams. It was. Um, or was it? It wasn't Quentin Williams, was it? I would be so sad. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. I think he still has braces.
1: Well, I know Carl Lawson's out. I know Carl Lawson,
0: that's who I was thinking. It's a draw damn shame. Davis.
1: They lost, uh, let's see.
0: Carl Lawson's a huge hit. I mean, they just got him from the 49ers. So that, that sucks for them. Yeah. I was looking forward to seeing him play. Um, that's like a huge hit for their defense, which now, like, originally I wasn't Gonna be watching their defense too much because they weren't gonna be that good. But
1: dude, their backup QBs out too with the rib injury. Well, they, Mike White, yeah, that sucks for him. Let's see. I'm looking. Uh, okay, I'm just looking at their injury right here. This is their. Uh, these are their injured offensive players. Backup tackle Connor McDermott knee injury. Probably not gonna be coming back this season because you know if a big guy gets a knee injury, that's not looking good. Like I said, Mike White with the rib injury. We got uh, Alicia Vera Tucker with a pectoral strain. Oh, dude,
0: they lost Elijah. That was their first Elijah. first rounder. Yep. Oof. And they lost is, Elijah Moore. That's brutal. Elijah Moore should be ready um, for the season. He's day-to-day because
1: his quads were messed up. He's the receiver. so Yeah.
0: Yeah, he, well, he'll be know. a beast too.
1: But and I feel like any leg injury, if you're a receiver, like that's just not good news at all, no matter yeah. how mild or severe it is. Yeah, so
0: prayer, prayers up to those guys. Seriously. I uh, need but, them. But but so the, this year they are uh slotted at 6 wins as their total. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that's pretty fair. Vegas knows what they're doing. Um, I I mean these,
1: all these teams so far have been pretty predictable. Yeah. As, I think, as, aside from the NFC West, almost all of these teams have been 100% predictable.
0: I think that uh oh, it feels like Six is low. Like, if you take the under for that, like, you're talking five wins or less. Like, yeah. that's a bad team. But, dude, like, they're going to be bad again.
1: Like, They're not going to be good.
0: They don't. It's not like they have, like, a, a baller defense or, like, sweet wide receivers surrounding Zach Wilson. Right. Like, they, They're not going to have enough to keep up with a lot of teams. So, I think I'm going to take the under, honestly.
1: I'm going to go with six.
0: Gonna go with six. You'll yeah. take the, I'll, the I'll push. Take the under.
1: I'll take. Well, no, it's six and a half. and a not. it?
0: Oh, is it? I I, I just saw six.
1: Oh. So okay, then I'll take the push. Yeah, that sounds hella reasonable. Six and eleven for the Jets. That honestly sounds like a good year for them. If you if you were a Jets fan four years ago, you would be begging for this record over anything else going on.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like
1: hell, even two years ago, like you'd be you're like, just oh, my rooting God. for yeah, give me. Give me a win. Give me you're something. Rooting for
0: you're rooting for your uh, new quarterback to look good in your system. And if he looks good and they still lose games, like, you know, I would be fine with that because then next year you're guaranteed another top draft pick and you're, and yeah, you know, this is exactly what you're uh, you're going for here. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think right now they already know that they're not going to be a contender. So at this point you just want to see some, some solid flashes from Zach Wilson, which I think they've already gotten it. I think he looks like he's going to be fine, Mm -hmm. but I I just don't think they're, they're going to have a, you know, good enough year to compete. Absolutely, dude. But yeah, um, that is our AFC East breakdown. Um, next week we'll be doing the the AFC South and, North. and the West. West. Oh, West. We're. Oh, that's right.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll we'll go in the same order that we did the NFC. In.
0: I was gonna I was gonna ask if you wanted to do the AFC West last.
1: No, nah, that's fine.
0: You don't care. No. Gotcha, all right. But that's uh, something to look forward to next week. We'll Absolutely. double down on divisions, and it'll be- it's going
1: to be a heated show for sure. Because you know I have to defend my blood. Yeah, it's not like you don't do it every single show. Uh-huh. All right, wow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to our fantasy football talk, Brennan. So it's everyone's favorite time of the year. I would not say that fantasy is like as something to get as excited about for the actual NFL season coming back, but holy god, is it up there! Like I, I've, I sincerely have regretted not doing fantasy the last two years, and I think it's taken a toll on my mental health. Like honestly, I'll oh, just you know, wait
0: till it starts back up, man. Your mental days. health starts to deteriorate as the season goes on.
1: I'm at a point. Okay, so my leagues right now, I'm trying to get it going for like a $50 buy-in because there's only eight of us. I know. Oh, there's I'm that. only,
0: I'm only in 50 not buy-ins now, man.
1: Oh no, anything less than 50 is garbage. You might as well just not even be playing for money at that point. Um, But I think we got some offensive-ass names, like kind of plotting. We're so addressed tomorrow night. My my team name is easily the most offensive in the league. Uh, Is uh, uh, is It's not racist. Okay, then yes. It's Aaron Hernandez's cellmate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. (laughs) Thank you. So, are you saying you're his cellmate? I would be the cellmate, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, not by choice. That's just the name of the team. No, so. you would choose. You would choose that. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, get off my back. All right. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's just let's talk about some players that we think are going to be really good. Let's start with just quarterbacks real quick because we know that's everybody's favorite. Quarterbacks that I would stay with. Baker Mayfield, Josh really? Allen. Browns are gonna be pretty good this year. We'll get we'll get to all of that too with our last week of predictions. But I would go with Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, and honestly, yeah, I know. I'm gonna sound super weird, just all AFC guys, but probably Lamar Jackson. You know, God, yeah. Like okay, I'll throw one more after Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray.
0: Yeah. I mean, those are all solid guys. I like the Baker Mayfield uh pick, actually, because I mean, that's a dude that you're gonna be able to snag like later, seriously, with some of those top guys. So Dudes that I've been looking at a lot are Matt Matt Stafford because well, he's, he's also a dude that's going to go late, and they're going to have to just pass a ton because they don't have a running back anymore. Yeah, um, so I like him a lot. You um, obviously can't go wrong with Kyler Murray. Um, I'm trying to think of like a little bit later guy. I think I think Tua could be a sneaky sneaky dude later on. Also, whoever wins the Jameis Taysom. Um, job, I think, could be a a good fantasy option as well. Taysom Hill last year, dude, like, that dude rushes for touchdowns. Like, that's six points
1: right there. You know what I mean? I legit thought you said Jason Tatum.
0: (laughs) Jameis Tatum?
1: Yeah. Jameis Taysom? Am I just dyslexic? Am I verbally dyslexic?
0: Yeah, maybe. But quarterback positions, you know, they're definitely more of a top-heavy category because, like, you either want to – Take one of those top dudes like early, or mm-hmm. you just wait to try and find one of those guys that's maybe going to break out this year? you know what i mean yeah are you are you more of a a person that tends to pick quarterbacks like sooner rather than later or the opposite
1: it's like are you the
0: guy who drafts Patrick Mahomes in like the second round
1: no okay, so I never personally i never do quarterbacks in the first round that is something that i learned from my freshman year of high school to never do i hope not it's just it's a taboo it's cheap it's just irritating um but here's the thing too dude i'm in a very competitive league that also does not respect those rules what rules? rules of not drafting a quarterback in the first two rounds.
0: Oh, so everyone's just snagging them.
1: So, first of all, I stay true to myself, and honest to God, I usually come in, like, second or third. I think I've won the league once, um, but, honestly, patience is key. It's all about kind of – the initial draft, like, yeah, that matters, but it's not going to make or break your season by it. You can have it, the shittiest – like, you could honestly just, like, completely forget about it, blow it off, and just auto-draft your team. With like everyone else picking, and yeah. you can still not come in last place.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the waiver wires is like the biggest thing is during Seriously. the season, hawking it. But um, but so should we look at some some running backs
1: next? Oh, we're going through the whole roster.
0: Yeah, I was, I was, I wrote down like four people that I was just gonna bring up, but we mm-hmm. can go through positions if you want to.
1: Oh, no, let's just, let's just stick with a few people. I'm just, yeah. just going to talk about some people to avoid. Okay. All right. The, the girls are going to – everyone's going to hate me for this one. Stay away this year, folks, from Trevor Lawrence.
0: Mm. You don't like
1: that? I don't like him as a fantasy quarterback because I, I personally don't think he's going to do that well this year. He might do well himself, but I don't think he has a very good supporting offense right now.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think he's going fairly high too. Okay. So, like, I wouldn't feel comfortable with drafting him, especially not knowing what that team's going to look like at all. Seriously, As new coach, completely new coach. Like, it it could be a shit show. So, I I would definitely agree with that. Um, I'm going to not say something about a quarterback. I'm going to go for um, some running backs that I like. Mm-hmm. So, dudes that. I am typically targeting in a lot of drafts other than the top guys. Cause obviously if you have like a top six pick, you're going to go with one of those top running backs. So I like Austin Eckler a lot from the chart or the, yeah, the chargers. I think he's going to be a beast and potentially could finish in the top five at running back. And he's, he's going like, you know, like 10th or 12th, whatever uh, running back off the board. So I would love to get him that late because like this dude has like never had more than like a hundred, like 60 carries in a season. Mm-hmm. So imagine if he actually did like he was, he's going to be a beast and plus he catches a lot. So I don't know if, are you in like PPR, like points per reception um, leagues?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay,
0: good. I would have had to boom you if you weren't. So dudes like that, that catch out of the backfield are the most important people to target in your drafts so mm-hmm. that's the that's why I'm, I'm looking at guys that catch a lot you know that's why I would rather take Austin Eckler over Nick Chubb even though I think Nick Chubb is the better running back yeah I think Austin Eckler has the potential for more points
1: well obviously sense. I think we're forgetting the obvious here as far as running backs in a PPR league we're forgetting about Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara and well Safe I that's America. what I
0: said I said those top six guys are gimmies you know yeah. you don't really have to talk about them because like the top six people that go in the drafts are going to be McCaffrey, Dalvin cook, Kamara, Derek Henry, seriously Zeke, you know, all those guys are going to be those guys that are taken first. So I was, I was mostly saying for like, you know, sleeper ish picks. Um, like the, uh, the another name that I have written down is a dude that you can get like late rounds. And that's Mike Davis. Oh. Start starting running back of the Falcons. And he has, zero competition right now um in Atlanta. And I mean last year, speaking of Christian McCaffrey, like we saw Mike Davis get thrown into his role. And that meant like, you know, taking 90% of the running back snaps. And he showed that he can catch the ball too. So I think uh I think that's a a late round pick that, you know, say you take one of those top running backs in your first round and you kind of wait on running back for a few more rounds then you could snag him later on and I think I would be totally fine with having him as my second running back absolutely
1: I kind of want to get him some receivers too so we all know you know the top seven receivers in the league so we got Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins Stephon Diggs you know Calvin Ridley, Tyree Kill all those guys but what about the guys in the league that are going to be going last you're 8-10 to and if you're psychopathic enough you're 12th right we got to be looking at Still very like very good receivers, but people that aren't going to be so sought after. You know what I mean, guys like Keenan Allen, guys like you know Justin Jefferson. still going to be super sought after. Those, right? but,
0: those but, dudes are still like
1: I know. Within for the guys, I know. But I'm just saying these are first these are first pick guys. These are like first round guys for sure. So I'm just saying if you're in the back of that league, be looking for these guys. Guys like C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin. I just it's important to like make sure receivers are going to be getting you know, probably the majority of your points other than your quarterback.
0: Um, it depends. Cause I mean, I think that, you know, I play in a couple leagues where we start three wide receivers um, oh, and the then flex. have a flex and instead of a flex. Um, so oh. it's kind of like, it depends on your league. I do think that running backs are typically the most valuable picks in fantasy um
1: because those are just so damn injury prone
0: they are but i mean that's the risk you have to take unfortunately that's why they're the most valuable so like if you have one of those top guys that hits you know he's going to be a beast so like i if i have like this uh like a top pick like i'm i'm obviously going to go for a running back over a wide receiver same with like if i had a late first round pick you know instead of drafting uh stefan diggs like I don't know. I would almost rather take like a Najee Harris or like a what's the the Chiefs C- Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like I would rather have those guys just because the the top the top of the running back position is just way more valuable than like if you scroll down the receivers list. Like you see there's just so many options. Like you can get like Robbie Anderson like super late. You could get Juju super late. You could get OBJ like super late. Like
1: Antonio Brown.
0: Antonio Brown's going like in the ninth round. Like you can get a bunch of dudes. And like I think that that the wide receiver position is more like like you can have guys just have big weeks all the time. So I think it's it's better to be consistent at running back than it is to be consistent at wide receiver because you can take so many different wide receivers throughout the whole draft. You can stack up on them. You know what I mean? That's a good point. So that's, that's just the reason why like I typically go like running back heavy if I can first, unless you get like Christian McCaffrey, then I think like, cause right there you're already getting like 15 extra points at running back because there's like, just a beast.
1: Yeah. So um, you can, you can half fast the rest of your team for the yeah, entire you, season. You'll you still can just not draft a running top back four. And,
0: yeah, you you don't have to draft a running back until like late if you have Christian McCaffrey cuz he's going to make up the difference. So mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I think uh those are some of uh, some of the receivers that I like a lot. Like you said I I's getting into kind of like the later rounds, like not like the top 3 rounds is um I like uh, uh Tyler Lockett. Dude was a beast last year and he's like he's going pretty late, you know? Mm-hmm. He's going after a lot of guys. I like either or the two uh, Rams wide receivers. I typically try and aim for Cooper Cup or Robert Woods. Those dudes are beasts, and I think Matt Stafford's going to be airing it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Julio I hate, Jones is also
1: going to be kind of overlooked this year, too.
0: Yeah, and I think I do think that a lot of people are passing up on Julio Jones just because of his situation.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think he's still, as you know, you got to kind of take into account that he's probably going to miss some games just because he always does. But as long as he's not missing like a, a half a season, which he has done in the past, but you're getting what you like are asking for out of Julio Jones. You know what I mean? Like he is still an elite wide receiver. So I I'm totally fine taking him wherever I can.
1: Without it out. All right. Did you want to cover more players or should we get into uh
0: no, I, I don't think we have to cover tight end. I mean, it's, it's literally like Travis Kelsey and then everyone else. So yeah.
1: Oh, and, um, uh
0: and like Grog, George Kittle, George Kittle, Darren Waller, those guys. Yeah. But other than that, you know, tight end is kind of a shit show. If I was if my Especially advice Greg would just be God. yeah, my advice would just be try and get one of those like top four guys. And if you don't, then just say fuck it. And
1: Well, Zach Ertz is coming back too, so
0: maybe top five. No, that dude sucks. So yeah. Don't draft Zach Ertz is I guess the only thing if you get out of this is what I want.
1: You the the dirty team name where it's my ball, Zach Ertz, and you remember
0: Tyler stuff. Eifert, the uh, yeah from Bengals. Yeah, I used to have him and Zach Ertz on my team, and my team name was "When Eifert, it hurts." Like, get it? Like when I fart, it hurts. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, right?
1: Yeah, I just I'm kind of like yes, that would have been that would have been funny by the time that you would have had that on there, and I still would find that humorous. It's just I just i've just would rather a, have i have the, a messed up sense of humor as far as fantasy team names go and it's just kind of the quippy like you know player puns mixed in with the team names just, you'd rather <laughs> like, bless you bless you, bless you.
0: <laughs> thank you thank you
1: yeah, for that yeah i'm sorry i, I did one of you gross. so but, two or yeah, three just,
0: you got two or three but I it's know, all right i know
1: the the player puns things. I'm just kind of over to this point now. You'd rather
0: saying. have your team name about uh yeah you know, gay cellmates in prison.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. No hesitation. Yes. All yeah. right, Brendan, Let's get into our worst punishments, though, or should we say the best in some circumstances?
0: The best worst fantasy punishments. This is yes the best thing because gonna, it's so funny
1: half my list is stuff that like my friends and i have talked about doing or stuff that like my brother and his league have done and um just other stuff that i've heard about from other people but this is i've been looking forward to doing this segment for a couple weeks so i'm glad that we can because i know this week is draft week for thousands and thousands and thousands of leagues out there so i just i think that was the perfect time to drop this yeah you started off absolutely all right uh, coming in for me at number five is going to be um, the, the ACT. Now, Ooh, it's a good one. I have found out that you are actually still eligible to take the ACT, even after graduating college. So, loser of this league has to retake the ACT while the rest of the league is outside tailgating and drinking in the parking lot without them. And the loser of, that is taking the ACT has to receive at least a 20 or he has to retake it. So you have to not only do you have to go and waste four hours of your Saturday taking a standardized test that doesn't matter. You have to actually study up for it and like not fail it or not do bad on it.
0: Damn, dude! I actually like. It would be funnier to take like the ACT like drunk or high.
1: Oh my god! Because that would just (laughs) be be a nightmare. I would get such bad anxiety. The reading
0: section. (laughs) They're just reading the same thing over and over. But like I definitely don't minutes. think I could score – I don't think I could score 20, dude. I would definitely score so low.
1: TMI, but that was my score.
0: Yeah, I think my score I, – I was pretty proud of my score. i was running out a I,
1: 21, just to say a few to me. No,
0: I I got a 29, so yeah. Whore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why, I came, that's why I came to Nebraska. It gave me right. some good money.
1: Yeah, the Harvard of the West.
0: <laughs> the Harvard of the West. But I don't think I could – I would definitely score like a 15 if I took it right now because I have I am not in that same mindset as I was.
1: Any um, student mindset or at least of school, I've just drained from my mind since After ju- the
0: amount of damage I've done to my brain and my body since junior year of high school is just – Insurmountable. It, it's insurmountable. It really is.
1: All right, let's hear it. Let's hear your fifth one
0: now. So that was one of mine. So I honestly don't, I don't have five anymore, but we can kind of, we can kind of wing them. So one that I had was live stream yourself getting a colonoscopy. (laughs) So these are actually all pretty extreme. And I wouldn't, if I lost, I got some extreme ones on my list. Um, But I don't know. I think it would be kind of funny, you know, um, you maybe you like you have to act turned on by it you know that would be pretty funny too yeah. um i just think i think it would be a, it, you, everybody else gets to watch so i think if i don't i don't know what a colonoscopy feels like and i want to see somebody else lose and have to get one.
1: Oh my god Roman. okay <laughs> so at number four one of my friends suggested this last week uh loser just enlists in the army
0: Oh, my God. I had one kind of similar.
1: (laughs) Like, you listen to the Army, because honestly, um, if you go as an officer first, you don't have to sign any contracts until after your, like, training is up. So, theoretically, you could spend, like, 12 months in the Army without actually having to... to go to boot camp. Yeah, boot camp. Like, you literally are not contractually obligated to be there. You'd be like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. the, The joke's not funny anymore. I can go home now. So,
0: I said... That you have to go to prison for a year?
1: Oh, <laughs> how would you even? What, like, what is what is punishable by a year that we'd actually spend a year there?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I think uh, you have to yeah. go to prison enough to where you know it 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 like a, it feels like a, like a punishment. You like know,
1: a forgotten library card is like just a year in jail now.
0: Yeah, I don't know how to. Yeah, I feel like you to go to prison. Prison, like you gotta <laughs> usually do something pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So maybe not that. I don't know. Well, I I just think it would be funny to have somebody, one of my friends, just go to prison because of fantasy football.
1: Yeah. Um, I have another one. So my number three is the temporary lip t- – or is it just the lip tattoo of an obscene object or gesture or word? Ugh. Because here's the thing. Riddle. Lip tats only last for like two years. Um, yeah. Like, you know, the ones where it's like inside. Yeah. Um, I, know. I know where they go. Yeah. So – I think that would be that's actually a pretty good one, and they're really not expensive. Like they literally cost like forty bucks, if even that.
0: Yeah, the the tattoos is definitely one that is talked about a lot. Mm. I would not want to get a tattoo if I lost fantasy football.
1: It just says like a uh, chick seat or something. It just says ball sack. Yeah, that too. Uh,
0: um, so this other one I had was – this is probably my most realistic one, and I, I really want to actually implement this one in a league that I'm in, and that's uh, shave your head. Like, just go bald.
1: Well, so uh, funny story, actually. So my brother, who just had his draft the other night, um, <laughs> he said, like, the loser in their league – like so the winner cuts the loser's hair – In any form whatsoever, they want to, and they have to wear that to school for an entire day, and then they can go get it shaved off after. But they go to a brutal, a private, you know, like boarding school. So really, yeah, that's a tough look to the teachers and moms out there. Yeah, they deserve it. (laughs) Yeah. So um, then, my number two was. Loser has to spend twenty four hours in an IHOP.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I've seen that, and I want, I want to like, I want to see that happen to somebody. I, know. yeah, I would not be able to do it. I would actually lose my mind. Isn't it like in every hot or every hot dog? Damn it! Is, is,
1: is IHOP a twenty four hour establishment?
0: I'm not sure.
1: Okay, but, like, worst case, just go to a 24-hour McDonald's and just get like a McChicken every hour. Oh, geez, why would it, why would you get a McChicken every hour? Yeah, see, I, I would, I would rather go to... 24 McChickens one day, absolutely I would
0: not. I would rather go to a Waffle House and eat a waffle every hour. So, it, it no, isn't it like...
1: I've how seen many, that too.
0: It's like you as many waffles as you eat, it takes off an hour of the time that you have to spend there. As far as so hours? Like, yeah, so... So if
1: you eat 23 waffles, you could be in and out of there in an hour. Yes! Wow, that's actually insane.
0: So, but I bet it's harder than it sounds. You know? Oh, I mean?
1: absolutely!
0: No, because imagine
1: no Waffle House waffles are not small.
0: Imagine you eat like eight of them, and you're so full, you you still have sixteen hours to go. Yeah, you're certainly <laughs> sick. And then, and then you got to just your stomach blow up the the that's Waffle little, House bathroom.
1: Well, you know, you're not, you're not like you're not making it worse when you go in there. So, yeah, that is true. It's not See, a fine I, I'll admit, I.
0: I have not been to a waffle house in like 15 years.
1: Yeah, they're not good places. They're yeah, I think the last time I,
0: last time I went to one, like my waffle was actually just like filled with just ash, like cigarette ash. <laughs>
1: cigarette ash.
0: Because the cook was just smoking while he's like making the, the waffles.
1: And that, I was a little asking.
0: I was a little kid eating <laughs> a fucking cigarette waffle.
1: He was trying to tease you a very valuable lesson about brand loyalty to Marlboro Reds That's and, that carried over in college. That's yeah, uh, so I'm addicted to nicotine. Yeah. You ready for my number one? Yes, I am. All right. This one is, um, I actually, I don't know if this has been done before. I, I personally thought I came up with it last week. I haven't actually looked into it if somebody else did, but I thought this was hilarious. The milk mile. So I know <laughs> you've seen the league where they do the beer mile. and They have to drink a beer um, every 0.25 miles they run, but for this you drink two glasses of milk and you have to oh. yep at every 2.5 mi- or point two five miles drinking two glasses of milk and you have to do the whole thing without puking or like shitting your pants and if that happens you just have to start over again and keep doing it until you don't
0: i think i could do that
1: you think you could i think i could well you start actually off by, you start off by drinking milk and then yeah, no it's brutal you keep going you don't drink another one you don't drink one when you finish but that's
0: I would probably puke.
1: Yeah, it's but tough, and if you, if you my, puke, you have to redo it. So
0: my high school's uh, cross country team did that. Mm-hmm. They like did a fundraiser that was like for some something I don't even know, but it was it was that exact thing. It was the milk. damn it, but it was it was I, like it might have been longer than a mile. I'm not sure.
1: I thought and that it was, was only so was only one
0: glass. So okay. yours is even harder. Yeah. All right. So my number one was. Loser has to download Grinder and go on a date with a guy, <laughs> <laughs> or just like somebody gets to set up a blind date for for them. I don't know. I whatever one's funnier.
1: <laughs> well, I, my friend last year, he had to take a sex doll to Applebee's as a date.
0: That's good too. I like that.
1: Uh, some some weird like date thing.
0: I think would be funny.
1: What if What if you yeah, you have to spend twenty four hours wearing like a gimp like zip up mask. <laughs> no, you have to spend twenty four hours. That's your COVID mask. Yeah, just like, spend twenty
0: four hours in a gimp suit.
1: <laughs> the leash around your neck, and the winner just gets to like walk you like a dog like all day.
0: Oh my God, that's fucked.
1: God, I gotta. My drafts tomorrow. I gotta let my friends know this. This is so funny. Okay, uh, that's that, all that, I got. That's a <laughs> Yeah. I, I know my I have a sick and twisted I was a pledge educator in fraternity for a year and a half. Like I I know I have some sick minded stuff, but um Oh dude. What? Whoa. I know. But you as haze, far as you just, haze kids, bro. No, I don't haze kids. I actually it was like the non hazing one. I was I, I hazed with books, not drugs and alcohol. <laughs> GPA was really good. Um anyways, y'all. I think that's all we got. I know we did an earlier show this week. I'm, I'm just as surprised as you are that we out here recording this on a non-Thursday or Friday night. So, um, yeah, I'm going to get this stuff up and make sure it's up by Wednesday. So it'll be August 25th when you guys listen to this. So that's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Making, it, making it to another day, you know. Live to fight another day, folks. And with that, I'll see you next week. See you guys. Hello, winner. Andre. I am going to savage you this week. I am going to take each one of your pre-existing holes and fill it with my seed. I want to see I want to see. Oh, no, 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 honey. Daddy's doing adult talk. And then invite my infant son in to go potty inside of you like you're a rest stop bathroom. Blimey. No. Nobody will hear your screams of you guys agony. you Andre, I'm going to take my hand, stick it inside of you, and then open it like a baseball mitt. And then i gonna
0: so you know why you're here in HR. Getting a
1: raise?